analyst at Ngube Nguka Consulting, Azamikaya Maseti. Thanks for speaking to us. A very good morning to you, Sakina, your producers and uh, the listeners. Mr. Maseti, first of all, what is your analysis of the situation regarding Marius Fransman? Well, my own analysis, let's start by commending the National Working Committee of the ANC, Sakina, for taking such a decisive action. In my view, it's long overdue. We have experience, experiences where most members of the ANC or prominent leaders in areas like, for instance, Buffalo City in the Eastern Cape, uh, somewhere in Northern Cape, and really they, some of these leaders, they compromise the revolutionary spending of the ANC as a liberation movement. So this action to me is highly commendable. And um, there are some people who are questioning it, though, asking why it is necessary for Franceman to step aside, especially uh, under the principle of innocent until proven guilty. How would you explain that? Well, unfortunately, Sakina, loyal and disciplined members of the ANC will understand that the ANC has its own revolutionary morality that it ought to protect and defend at all costs. Those who went through the popular ANC document, which has not been given any status, as we speak, through the eye of a needle, will understand exactly what it means to be an, to be an ANC member, how you should conduct yourself in public in, and in all areas where you are deployed as a member of the ANC. They have to observe, the, observe those protocols and principles, and unfortunately, if you are a deployed uh, member of the agency, that's the price you have to pay. There are revolutionary duties that we expect some of these members to continue upholding. Yes, this was an NGC decision by the ANC, but how much of this would you say is due to election pressure? Well, if you remember very well, the ANC in Mangaung established the Integrity Commission, and up to this stage, I don't think that Integrity Commission has been given the support that it deserves. And this decision, in my view, it reinforces uh, this, this Integrity Commission. It gives, it gives the Commission enough scope so that it can act on similar circumstances. So in my view, it is the radical implementation of that Integrity Commission. And I think ANC members, as the spokesperson was saying, will have to understand this is the price that we have to pay if you are a member of the ANC. And many of us understand the ANC when it was not fashionable to be a member of the ANC. It goes with certain sacrifices. And unfortunately, in the Western Cape, the ANC has its back against the wall. It has a table mountain that it should climb in the next few months and such instances really if they continue to tarnish the organization it will generally pay a heavy price and uh, of course this is setting um, a, a precedent for the African National Congress in dealing with such matters um, do you think it's going to be one uh, that they will be able to sustain well they have no other option Sakina you know the African National Congress as we understood it Sakina it, it led the struggle for national liberation, and if you go back to its leaders, for instance, the likes of uh, Babalu Tuli, Oliver Tambo, Nelson Mandela, you know, if you look at that leadership, you know, there are certain values 
there are certain ethics which define their conduct as leaders of the organization, as leaders of society. And the question therefore arises as to whether the current members of the ANC understand what it means to be an ANC cater, what it means to be an ANC member from a branch level, from your district, from your region, from your province. And to me, they have to make sure that in, in recruiting some of these members, they take them through that popular document through the eye of the needle. And the question that I have is whether the likes of Franzman and many others are implicated in compromising circumstances understand that document, whether they've been subjected through that eye of the needle. And unfortunately, some of them, I don't even think they understand that document. Most of them, in my view, if you look at what is happening, for instance, where members in Foxford of the ANC can start a, a, a nice fight, you know, a member gets stabbed and you ask yourself, are these members of the ANC or they happen to be in the ANC? So in my view, most of the people who are in the ANC, they are just in the ANC but are not genuine loyal and disciplined members of the ANC. So the ANC has no other option but to instill and reinforce its revolutionary morality, and that's the responsibility all its members should carry. Well, from what you've just said, um, if uh, these members are not disciplined members of uh, the ANC, why then have they not been dealt with decisively? The problem, Sakina, it goes back to the... I've been very, very critical of the ANC one million campaign. The danger with that campaign, it means that you rate every check and drill in the street without subjecting that membership to these rigorous processes, without subjecting them to that eye of the needle. And if you just rush, you know, you know, I, I studied what we call the Marxist Leninist philosophy adversity. And Lenin had a very important revolutionary principle, few but better. I think the ANC will have a liberation movement if us begin to battle because we can't just open this one million without or bring this one million into the organization without taking them through this rigorous process of recruitment, political orientation, political education. That's what you see when you just recruit one million members because you attract almost everything, cats, insects, butterflies, into the organization. So they have to go back to the basics, but as a revolutionary scholar, I would say few, but better.